Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast. Let's go. I don't know what I told. All I know. Mix Kings. 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 That I'm good. 24 hours got me seeing blue dragons. In the he got me speaking different language Thinking about the world, now my mind go tragic Thinking about the world, now my mind go tragic Turn it up, so how right now? I don't think that I'll ever come down Cause this, this, better to me Than anybody reality I'm ready Hey, so what up, what up y'all? This is Miss 5678 and you are tuning in to the Dancers Report and I am live with Miss Elizabeth Strano. Hey, hey, hey. How hey. are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited because I finally get to speak with you and chat with you and catch up with you. And um, I've been, you know, living vicariously through your work and online and watching you. And just I'm just super um, excited to be able to get you in on the phone, you know? Oh, it is the pleasure and the honor is all mine. Thank you for having me, really. Absolutely. So before I kick it off, I I do a daily mood check-in. And I it's only the reason why I do the daily mood check-in is because one, I didn't I just missed you. You came into to um Boston and I wasn't able to catch up with you. And a lot of the times when I catch everyone, I, I meet I'm catching them either in passing or online or through a text and I don't really get to check how they're doing. And um, vice versa. So the mood check-in is basically one thing that made you happy, one thing that made you mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent that today. And I know that you're starting your day off because we got like a, what, five to six hour difference, right? It's, uh, it's three hours. Three, so three hour ten. difference. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So, we got, so we got a little bit of a you know, time lapse or whatever. But um, I do want to check in with you and check your mood. So I'll kick it off so you can kind of get the flow of how I do it. Absolutely. So one thing that made me happy today is that I finally got my gray hairs colored up. You know, I got a cut yesterday. Shout out to Will Getchell, my hairstylist of over 25 years. He's amazing. And uh, he always does a oh great job. Gosh. Yeah. He's been my hairdresser since I was 19 years old, man. He's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So he's been doing That's my hair for over, what, 15, 20 something years? Maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time. But uh, I don't have any more gray hairs. Hey, what's up, cutie? Yes. And um, also, I'm excited because today we dropped um, MKX's new video, um, Right Place at the Right Time, which we shot in Boston with Andy Koger and, and like just all the different, um, excuse me, Andy Kroner, I believe. Let me make sure I got this right because, you know, his, na his name is, a, is, a, is very tricky. Um, yeah. but yeah, so on the actual video, we're lucky because, you know, myself and Kimmy, shout out to Kimmy, we were able to perform and, you know, I was able to choreograph for the video and I'm super excited because, you know, we now have a video that's like, um, out there, it's mainstream, you know, finally we worked hard on it and it was super exciting to have, you know. Um, Absolutely. And they flew yeah, in from L.A. to do this yeah, video. So such an exciting moment. I'm so happy to hear all of that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one thing that made me happy. Let's see. One thing that made me 
mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent. I'll say bothered. I think I'm bothered because, um, again, Green Street Studios is closing. Another one of our dance studios is closing. And we are in dire straits for space as artists and creatives. And uh, I think that's bothering me. So I'm trying to, to figure out what I'm going to do about it. Am I going to be the solution? Am I going to try to get space so I can accommodate some of my, you know, my colleagues and friends that are creatives and, and, and dancers and artists, you know, so that we can have a space if it's on my, you know, my watch, you know? So I think that's something that's bothering right. me. And I'm trying to figure out what my solution will be. What was one thing that made you happy today? And one thing that made you mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent? Oh man, uh, let's see. One, I mean, happy. I'm I'm happy to to be here and to get to talk with you about an art form that is so near and dear to my heart. Has been for so long. Um, I think that um, the dialogue, keeping open dialogues about dance, especially as the industry continues to grow and change in so many ways, is so important. Um, I think a lot of times people don't think about the ramifications of these conversations, but they're, they're important to have and getting to have one of them with you today is so exciting for me. I'm really happy about yes. that. Um, and one thing that makes me, one thing that makes me sad is that, um, we got a lot of, we have a lot of wildfires going on out here right now. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I heard. Yeah. Today's supposed to be uh, pretty windy. So a lot of people are, are worried that the fires are only going to continue to grow. So I'm, I'm a little sad about that, and I'm, I'm hoping that um, things stay contained and, and start to die down a little bit. So yes. keeping our fingers crossed out here for that. Wow. Yikes. I forgot about that. So I'm, I'm, we're definitely praying that everybody, you know, is safe and, um, you know, they can get through it, you know? Absolutely. We're, we're keeping our fingers crossed and, and praying out here, too, for sure. But, uh yeah, we're we're here. We're we're tough. We're chugging along. So yeah, good, good. That's all you can do is try to keep you know stay grounded and stay strong. Um, Absolutely. So who is Elizabeth Strano? For those who don't know, like she's an incredible dancer. You guys, I mean, she's been trained by the best. Okay. So who who is Elizabeth Strano to our audience and that folks that don't know you, our listeners. Well, thank you so much for, for that introduction. Um, I am I am just a girl from the East Coast with uh, with some big dreams and some, some big hopes to make dance accessible to everybody. Um, I, I think know, there's a right. lot of misconceptions about, you know, dance is only for certain people that um, have a certain body type or look a certain way or act a certain way and, like, dance is... Dance is accessible to everybody, and that's something that's been very important to me um, from the start. I started dance a little bit later. I started at uh, 14 on my high school dance team, and I didn't start any classical training until I was about 17, 18 years old wow. um, when I, I went to uh, Hobart and William Smith Colleges, and I had the distinct and utter privilege of studying with uh, Kelly Johnson and Michelle e. Clay and all of the faculty there um, training in uh, Jamaican folk forms and dance hall and modern and jazz and everything, um, everything under the sun um, awesome. and learning from, from those people um, and then going on to train with 
uh, people like Jennifer Archibald and, and some of the faculty out here in Los Angeles. Um, dances, dances, expression, dances for everybody. And that's kind of, that's something that I hold very near and dear. I love it. I love it. Now, where are you, where are you from culturally? Um, cult, what's your cultural background and what's your cultural background in dance? Like, I, well, so we just got, we got a, a, a huge um, insight on the different styles. Um, what's the background of your dance and what's the back, your cultural background of where you're from? So my, uh, my dad is of Italian descent, um, and then my mom is of uh, German and Hungarian descent, um, and they met in New Jersey. We lived in New Jersey until I was about 12 years old, and then we moved up to Vermont. Hey, Jersey, um, Jersey. Yeah. What, what part of Jersey? Uh, we're from uh, Middletown near Red Bank, right in the middle. Okay. Yeah, because I have family in uh, North Plainfield. And, um, yes. Yeah, that's where I have family at. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I feel like everybody who knows somebody from Jersey or has lived in Jersey, like, it's just such a small state that everybody's like, yeah, I know where that is. I know yeah, where that is. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So, so Italian background. So you, so now you're looking forward to going home for holidays, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> who, who does the cooking? Uh, mom usually does. Mom does the cooking, okay. and uh, dad does the cleanup. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> mom's home cooking. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so what? So now, where, where are you? Are you training? Uh, where, where did you move to? Um. So I. About a year and two months ago, I relocated to uh, Los Angeles. I settled first in Hollywood for a couple of months, um, and then I moved to North Hollywood. Um, and I've been here. I've been here ever since. Um, and I've just been kind of. I've been training at a bunch of different studios out here. Um, I try to follow. I try to follow my teachers wherever they're teaching. So sometimes if they sub at Millennium or if they have a slot at T. Millie Studios, or if they're teaching at Creative Minds, um, I'll kind of go wherever they go. Mm. Um, and I've gotten to see a lot of really, really beautiful facilities out here um, and train with a lot of really wonderful people who um, who care about development, not only as a dancer, but as a person. Um, and I think that's really important. That's awesome. What, what's been your biggest influence? Like, what was your biggest influence in terms of dance? Like, or, or just in general to get you to where you are at this point? Oh, man. Um, that's a really good question. I have a couple. Um, when, I was, when I was just starting out um, my training in undergrad, um, I, I will never forget the way that my professor Kelly Johnson, who is still one of my uh, greatest mentors and inspirations to this day, um, she really she really went to bat for me um, and supported my growth and my journey. Even though I didn't have a whole lot of training, mm -hmm. um, she gave me the space to kind of be myself and explore what dance meant to me. And then a couple months later, I was at the Faith Dance Festival, and I was training under. Uh, Jennifer Archibald and uh, those two women together in that uh, maybe a 
a six or eight month span um, reaffirmed that dance is what I want to do and it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to be the road that I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to have twists and turns, um, but it's, it's worth it. Um, if you're, if you're passionate about it and you love it, uh, don't let anybody, don't let anybody steal your fire because that fire is yours and you're the one that has to keep it burning. Um, those are my two big influences for sure. Yeah. Awesome. That's nice. That's dope. Now what's your specialty or your technique that you would say is your, your main, main form of dance or, or thing that you do in terms of dance? That's a, that's, I would definitely say it's a little bit, a little bit contemporary, a little bit street jazz, a little bit jazz funk. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have um, some dance hall influence in my movement. I definitely have some modern and ballet influence in my movement. Um, and I try to, I try to kind of train in, in all of those to keep those, um, that muscle memory sharp in all of those styles. So, um, I don't know that I've once, I, I don't know that I'd call myself a, a master of one, but I'm definitely a jack of, of many trades. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to keep some certain styles in your pocket now. You, you have to, you have to keep certain styles on deck so that when it's time to, you know, ex- put, put them out there, you have that you have that, you know, in your memory bank and in your muscle memory to actually do. So, I mean, it's it, you can never train enough. Well, I will say that. You could never stop being a learner, you know? Yes. Different styles. Yes. Um, what's your favorite part of the business? Because um, it is a business. Is it the, you know, the travel? Is it the money? Is it the, you know, the rehearsals? Is it the auditions? Is it the gigs? You know, is it the the, the the people that are training? Like, what what's the biggest part of the business of dance life that you like or love? My favorite part, for sure, um, I mean, I we kind of talked about this, you know, how important learning is. Um, I am a self-proclaimed nerd, and I'm very proud of that. Me too, um, girl, me too. I, <laughs> I, I love just training the people who teach me, um, the people who mentor me, um, getting to soak up their knowledge, um, every single class. Um, I try to train with, um, a couple of the same people out here. Uh, James Marino, Mikey Delabella, um, Claude Racine Levinsky. Um, I train with, uh, Brooklyn J a little bit, just trying to, to really soak up as much knowledge because these people have so much to give. They've lived and done and seen so much. And, and those are just a, a small handful of people um, that I've been very, very fortunate to train with. Um, so I definitely feel that, um, you know, they see people first and dancers second. Yeah. Um, and they see growth, growth as a person coming first. Um, mm-hmm. And then from that, you can kind of grow as a dancer. So that's my favorite part of, of the business is just learning learning what people, you know, have to share. So I love that. What's your um What's your What's been some of your struggles in in, in the dance? Has it been you know um, the relationships, location, um, the gigs, you know, um, auditions, the money? 
Is it, you know, um, if you were traveling and touring, what's been some of the struggles? Um, for me, it's definitely location. Um, I, I'm very much a homebody. I just uh, returned to L.A. from a week in Vermont with my family and my dog. Mm. And uh, so being, being far away from them is definitely very challenging. Um, I, I'm very lucky to have a home that's that is so hard to leave when I, when I get to visit. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, being far away is definitely the biggest challenge. Um, and I mean, money's always, <laughs> money's always up there too. Girl, but, let me uh, get, don't get, don't get me started know, about like money. That, you know, that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? One thing I could say is that, you know, dance as a business is becoming better because we're becoming better at doing, to treating it as a business and all, all the, and as well as the art, where, you know, we know that it's an art form, we know that it's a lifestyle, um, and we know that, you know, we can't always do dance for the rest of our life, so when we do take it serious right. as a business, we have to, you know, we, we get what it's, what our worth is, and we have to make sure that people understand the worth of it, too, so... I completely agree with that. Absolutely. Um, I think that's becoming a lot more pronounced than ever, you know, that people understand the value in, in our, in dance and they know that, you know, it's not just a hobby, you know? Um, Yeah. And a lot of people are, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No. And I, I, I think that it's, you know, it's, it's becoming, even though it's always been a portion of it's been mainstream, um, the, the idea of taking it serious and treating it, serious is also becoming more mainstream i completely agree um there's a lot of people who are who are advocating for um you know dancers and and performers uh rights and well-being um and and fair pay fair compensation for their time and benefits um I think it's it's an exciting time to be yeah. in this business in this industry and watch it change so i'm I'm really enjoying you know, seeing all of that unfold. I agree. Me too. Like, what would you say, what is three things you would say to someone up and coming from your experience that you've learned so far? What are three words of advice that you would give them? Three words of advice. Um, have an open mind. Um, I've, I've met a lot of people here with, um, different perspectives and different life experiences than mine. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so be sure to keep an open mind and an open heart. Um, what else? I would definitely say to, uh, you know, although that things are improving for dancers, conditions are improving and pay is improving. Make sure to, you know, budget, um, find a, a financial rhythm that works for you and, and making sure all your, your bases are covered. Right. Um, no, that's important and, too. That's really important. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got to got to make sure you've got you've got everything covered and, and paid for and rent rent due and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then definitely um, the train with as many people as possible. Um, you know, finding a couple of people to be sort of your home base, your calibration point, um, that they, they can see your growth because they see you regularly. Um, but then taking classes with people who you've, uh, you've never met before. Maybe you haven't, um, tried their style before. Um, 
you know, so kind of having that duality, that mentorship, that mentor role, um, mm-hmm. but also those different perspectives, putting those different tools in your pocket, so to speak. Um, yeah. Those are, I think, my three biggest, my three biggest things. Now, what's what's your where where's your favorite place to be? Is it the stage? Is it rehearsal? Or is it shows? Ooh, um, I I love. Or the creation part process, you know? Yeah, I I think the the rehearsal space is one of my favorites. I think it's always been my favorite, even from the time I was 14. And we used to have our practices in a a hallway in high school. Um, Girl, I know that too well. UMass Boston, (laughs) if if UMass Boston wanted to bill me, I'd be poor. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have a bill. (laughs) <laughs> is you know wherever we can get space we'll we'll take it we'll take it ask jesenia jesenia uh, excuse me me jesenia um uh frenchie and melissa valdez from trofit all four of us and sometimes maisha um in um in umass boston um using their 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 hallway because the windows were, were like a mirror at a certain time yeah, I mean, if if you've got it, you know, dancers are very good at, uh, you know, finding a space and yes. making it work. That's one thing that we're really we're really good at that. We're, we're, but, we um, can make any spot good for us to work. Exactly, exactly. Any kind of floor doesn't matter. We're good. We got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I think having that, you know, that kind of been a driving thing for me is that wherever I go, wherever I'm rehearsing, um, you know, that's the space to to get feedback and to really fine tune and nitpick those details to make that performance exactly what it's um, supposed to be and to um, help it communicate exactly the the tone and the energy and the message that um, that performance is meant to convey. I think that the rehearsal space for that is just like that is my favorite hands down. I love that process. It's I think one of my favorite things. Yeah. What's what now? What do you have up and coming that we can look forward to? So we will probably air this on Sunday, um, or next. What, what, well, I will say this: your your episode will come up um, shortly. So we want to tell people. You know, people might have already heard this, and you might have already had the performances, but. Um, in the in the next couple of months, what do you have up and coming that people can support and come to and see you dance? Absolutely, thank you. Um, I I'm definitely looking to um, be teaching a couple more classes out here in Los Angeles. Um, awesome. My there's a lot of emphasis on. Uh, having classes that are filmed out here, which I think is a fantastic tool to have. Um, but I think that there's also a need for classes to uh, not have the camera in them on purpose. Yeah. Um, to kind of give people a space to just feel freely and express freely and not have to worry about, oh my gosh, there's going to be a camera, there's going to be a camera. Right, um, right. So I agree. That's it's, you know, I, I understand the, the use of it for reels and for watching yourself back. Um, but I also think it, it gives people who maybe, quote unquote, don't consider themselves to be dancers. Um, I think, as I mentioned earlier, dance is for everybody. So um, my classes are all experience levels. Um, I give options for 
um, you know, if this move doesn't work for you or if this is not in your body's vocabulary, here's another option to get down to the floor. Here's another option to, you know, convey this, this same idea. Um, so I'm definitely going to be teaching a little bit more. Um, I don't uh, have my class dates posted yet, um, but you can check my Instagram uh, at Elizabeth underscore Strano, S-T-R-A-N-O, um, and I will have all of my class updates uh, there. Yes. I was well. That was going to ask you what your social handles are too. Um, are are you doing what you love? Yes, I am. I'm very lucky. Yes. That's awesome. What's and what would be your message that you would want to leave with uh, our dance community and 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 our listeners and people that are aspiring to do dance? Um, I think I, the biggest thing is to follow your heart, be good to yourself, uh, be good to others, um, and that kindness that you that you show yourself and others will come back around uh, tenfold, not only in, in dance, um, in your professional life, but um, I think the world needs a lot more kindness right now, and if we as a, as a dance community can collectively help spread that and promote that sense of, of kindness and love through movement um, and through the way that we interact with people. Um, I think we're doing a really good job of that. So let's, let's keep it up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Lead with love, you know? Yes. And, and again, yes. where, where can we find you on your social media? Is there a website um, besides your Instagram um, or should we just look for your Instagram to ch sort of stay connected with you? Uh, my primary uh, channel is definitely my Instagram right now. Um, so it's uh, at Elizabeth underscore Strano, S-T-R-A-N-O. Um, and that's where I, I post all my updates about classes and uh, things like that. So I'm, I'm excited. Yes. Man, it's been a pleasure talking with you and getting to know you and also supporting her you guys like make sure you check her her social media her instagram out so you can see where she's teaching all my uh californians you know stay 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 strong stay down and uh stay focused and i know that you know things are not um looking up in terms of the weather and uh the fires are are sort of you know destroying things um but just keep yourself grounded and keep your mind clear of panic and worry um maybe concerned but just try to keep a positive outlook on you know uh what the next step is and um we'll help i mean i know on my end i will try to do my best and to support whatever you guys may need um but make sure you you check her out in terms of her dance and um try to get you know in a class to learn from her because i think she has a lot of value in where her where her foundation comes from and that's not really being taught as much these days you want to you want to be you want to learn from somebody who comes from you know a foundation versus um learning just uh, um you know a style of dance that's not you know that's not really you know based in any particular uh technique or foundation so uh, you want to you want to do that and you also want to keep it um authentic you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that she she does a really good job at uh, portraying that and um, doing that because of where she comes from and where she trained. You know, her start was um, where her startup was. 
Um, I can't wait to see you soon, you know, in L.A. I will be excited to see you. I mean, you know, me and and Kimmy. Shout out to Kimmy Tremlett. What up, what up, what up? Um, Yes, Kimmy. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, we get to see you soon. So, I'm I'm excited about that. And um, and I'm excited that people get to hear finally you on this podcast. And um, and I I look forward to all the things you have coming up. And um, I'll be sure to make sure that get to get the word out and spread the word and the love. Thank you so much for having me. It is, it really, I mean it when I say it's an honor and a privilege. Um, Thank you. You know, to get to have such an amazing conversation with such a, an amazingly uh, talented and loving and generous soul like yourself. So thank you for having me. You're um, welcome. And I, I, I can't wait to give you a big old hug I on know, Sunday. I'm, I'm grateful, really man. I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful because, you know, one, you're from here and you're, you've are you got that push to go out to L.A. and you're doing well and, I'm you know, you were, you're an amazing dancer and I can't wait to see where it where where la takes you you know um and i i definitely can't wait to see you and that's going to be i haven't been to la in a while so it's going to be exciting to see you for sure it's going to be a great time it's going to be a great night yeah i'm very looking forward to it yeah (laughs) so enjoy your day i know you just started it um and i look forward to seeing you soon and you guys lock in man and and make sure you stay connected to elizabeth strano you heard it here at the dancers report Thank you so much. Have a I saw, I praise 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 I saw, I saw, I praise I saw, I praise I saw, I praise I saw, I Rumors in the blogs that Young Thug sent this artist away so he could pursue music. His name is Little Baby with close friends. I would hold you. Still remember how I approached you. I think I loved you before I knew you.